driving around here in a small town near my house that I haven't really driven around in a long time. Sometimes I drive through it, but it's very, very rare. My parents live in it, but um, when I go to their house, I usually just go straight to their place and straight home, so I don't really get a chance to drive around. I used to run these streets when I was 25 or 26, so I think it was around when I was 25 or 26. So that was uh, 14 years ago, and the road I'm on right now is the road I used to run two or three times a week when I used to do six to ten miles at a time. Those days are not here anymore, although I wish they were. Um, so it's, it's kind of nice to just drive around here, but um, I'm going to pull over and let this guy go through, and then he doesn't want to, so fine. So I have some exciting news and some things I want to talk about. Today I bought, for the first time in my adult life, I think, a film camera. Um, I have my eye on a few different film cameras that I think would be great to have for the rest of my life. The cameras that I bought today are not those cameras. It's not that camera, but um, perhaps in a future episode I'll talk about my wish list of cameras because I've been on this little photo adventure now not just this podcast but learning photography in earnest not just enjoying it or looking at it or taking photos here and there but actually trying to progress and get better at at the art of photography and understanding photography and the techniques of photography and the equipment and the tools uh, and the processes. Um, I'm hoping that all of it will add up to something at some point. Um, I don't know what that will be, but I'm hoping that by uh, doubling down, whatever you want to call it, um, focusing on learning all of it or a huge swath of information regarding it that I'm going to be able to um, I'm going to be able to use it in the future for something I don't know what it will be yet but I'm hoping that it will be so to that end I have been looking at film for a long time I have a few acquaintances uh, that shoot on film um I would say the, the number one person that shoots on film that I know is Dan Rubin on Instagram. I don't talk to him too often. We, we talked, you know, many years ago uh, fairly often, I would say. We've always had a mutual admiration for each other's work. We've uh, applauded and um, uh, shared each other's work over the decades. Uh, and so... I've always just followed along with his progression as a photographer. He was one of the first Instagram users. And um, and, and his film photography, uh, I should say more his, his interest in film and his use of film 
and his willingness to share what he's learned with film has uh, really kept my interest in film over the long term. Like, it's not like I'm actively, you know, I haven't had a film camera, so it's not like I've been actively um, using film for years or anything like this over the years, but his interest in it has kept like almost like one uh one of my eyes is has been keeping an eye on film for literally for years and years and as a result of that um you know i've i've been able to just pick up some techniques and then in the last few years following people like nick carver on youtube and uh joe greer and bajan sabet uh, I hope I'm saying any of these people's names right, because when you're dealing with the internet, of course, you have no idea if you are. And, um, yeah, so long story short, um, I've, you know, been keeping keeping tabs on film, I guess you could say. And because of that, man, I cannot stop this down anymore. I'm just going to live with that. Um, I'm shooting with my normal camera today, but I'm not shooting with my film cameras. I have no film yet. I actually don't even know what to buy. There's, there's so many things I have to learn now. Um, and I'm excited. New is exciting and it's inexpensive. So let me just cut right to the chase. So, okay. I, I'm following these people for years. Um, slowly getting more and more into photography. I feel like I've really gotten my camera down now as far as just the, the, the bare necessities of the, the, you know, the settings and how to get the results that I want and everything. And so now I'm kind of looking for that next challenge and I kind of want to go backwards before I go forwards. Um, I want to try to, man, I should have my drone right now. I do not have my drone, but I'm in a spot where it would probably be very good to have a drone right now. Um, so, what? So my next step is to go into film. Now, I, I am always. I, th- I have a feeling that I am going to shoot some film sometimes for the rest of my life. Um, that I very likely could continue to shoot on the 13-year-old DSLR that I have, uh, I probably could use it for the rest of my life as well. I mean, it probably will break at some point, but I, um, I don't want to. I actually would like to upgrade this um, in the very near future to something that just has uh, more, more pixels. And the, the main reason, uh, there's definitely a, a cat running back here, the main reason is um, I, I need more pixels so that I can do other things in print with some of these things. That, that's really about it. To be able to share on Instagram or even on my website, I probably never need to get a different camera, to be honest with you. I could probably deal with what I have right now and be perfectly okay with it. Um... Give me a second. Should I open this up to get more? 
Um, if I narrow this down, I'm probably using the wrong words to be honest with you because um, sometimes I say the opposite of what I mean when it comes to aperture. I'll say something like, should I open this up all the way? And what I will mean in my brain is that I want to close the aperture so that I get a longer depth of field. And that's probably not good form. I should probably unlearn that trait somehow. But I don't know exactly how to do that. the moment we'll see if one of those turns out this is the the part of film that i'm gonna be very interested in learning um i'm sitting here kind of playing with things and when i when and if i start shooting with film i don't see that happening <laughs> you can't real i don't know it's gonna be a lot to learn so let me walk you through what, what i'm doing right now i'm I was driving around town. I had a few extra hours before Eliza got home. We're going to have pizza with, with her mom tonight and just have a nice evening inside. And there was a few fleeting moments here of, of light as this winter is just, just killing me. i got to be honest with you. It's already killing me, and I think today's the first day of winter. I think it t- Is today December 21st? I think it might be. And... Uh, Winter's just killing me. It's There's no other way to put it. Um, I'm going to try one from the hip here. I'm getting my knee all. Hold on. I was trying to wipe my probably a lot of noise right now, sorry. I was trying to wipe my pants, get the snow off my pants, because I just put my knees down, and I shouldn't have, and I whacked the microphone right out of my face. Let me make sure that I'm still recording. So as I'm driving around today with these fleeting moments, um, I couldn't really find much to, to, to photograph, so I decided to go into this junk store I, that's probably a bad word because the stuff that was in there actually is not junk to everybody um, I don't know how many of these are going to show out <sighs> so interesting isn't it? let me try doing what Morton does going one step above Right? we already talked about all this but he likes to go one step above that he needs to. And everyone else will tell you to go one step down. Um, I'm all over the place today. You guys are probably loving this. Whoever listens to this. I'm literally all over the place with what I'm saying. And I can imagine you sitting there saying, what is he talking about? So let me just start from the beginning. <laughs> Again, uh, I am 
walking around today shooting photos in, in a small town and I, I found a junk store because I couldn't really find anything to photograph and I said ah, I've got a couple extra dollars in my pocket not much but maybe they'll have a film camera that I can look up and see if it will be good enough for me to have as a starter camera because that's really what I'm looking for something to just get me in the door to start um, to just start not just learning the process because these are point and shoot cameras right so I did not find a, a, ma- a full manual camera yet um, I will I have a, my eye on a few um, the models at least I don't know what. And so when I went in there, sure enough, like many junk stores, they had a little box full of little point-and-shoot cameras. So to be honest with you, that part was fun all in itself. To I've been using Google Lens. I use Google Lens a lot. Ever since having the Google Pixel, um, Google Lens is so cool. So if you have uh, an Android device... Um, you can use Google uh, image search right through your camera and it will um, show you what you're looking at. Do Google searches, look for words, it'll read signs and things. I mean, it's really, really neat. Um, and as a result of that, let me try getting down here a little bit. Oh, I'm too old for getting down like this. Let me try this. I sort of wish the sun would have been hitting this whole side here, but it's not. I guess that would have melted it. So you remember those black comb piles, or comb piles that I took photos of earlier this year? Um, I'm back here now shooting them, and they're just lightly covered with ice and snow. They're not completely covered, so there's like little tiny... um, Areas that are that are kind of peeking through areas that either blew away because of wind erosion or uh, melt. Um, and let me try going over here. And so they look very they look very cool. Like you can see where the people have driven quads and things on them, um, because you know that snow is a little bit deeper in those areas. So it's kind of a cool little spot right now. Figured I would talk to all y'all. While I was doing this, you probably hear the crunch under my feet. So what did I pick up? Um, I'm going to stop this recording and go through them a little later. Uh, I'm going to be cleaning them up, so maybe I'll record a little bit while I do that. And I'll describe each one of them and what I hope to be able to accomplish with them. Um, I really have an idea. Oh boy. <laughs> I have an idea of um whoop, that's a coyote track. Oh, I wish I could see a coyote. Um using the film cameras to do new things. I, um it's not gonna be new to the world, but new to uh it's almost like 
what if I took a wedding, what if I shot a wedding for someone and used an Instagram filter on every single one of their photos? That's sort of like what I think I'd like to do with the um, film cameras is, this looks nice. Get a little closer. I'm shooting all with my 50, so um, I'm constantly moving to adjust the com composition because you got to use your feet with the 50, which is really fun. Okay, I think I'd like to. I'd like to get this in a different way altogether. Um, so that's what I think I'd like to do. So one of them is a Vivitar 24 millimeter. And I've seen a couple example shots because using Google Lens, it actually found a couple photos on Flickr of these, um, uh, like some example photos that people have taken. And I'm taking a picture of this coyote track so that I can verify it's a coyote later. I'm always wrong, as all of you guys know. Um, so, wouldn't it be cool to do a photo shoot for a car club using 24mm Vivitar? Like, come on. Um, there's a Kodak Instant Magic camera. Wouldn't it be neat to do um, a, uh, you know, a, a, a teenager's senior portraits just using that? Like, come on. I think some of that stuff would be super cool. And that's all that matters, because that would be fun for me to do. I would accomplish it. It would be neat. And nobody's doing that. Um, or, you know, nobody that I know of. So I think I'm going to try that. That's definitely something I'm going to put forth an effort in now that I have... I think I bought four. Yeah, I bought four point-and-shoot cameras. And so each of them are going to have very distinct feels and looks. Um, one of them I bought simply because I might be able to resell it. So I'm going to clean it up spruce it up quite a bit, use it a little bit, get some example photos, and then maybe sell it. And if, if I made $50, then I've paid for, you know, all, <laughs> the, all four of these cameras weren't even $50 combined. So if I can do uh, sell that one after using it and learning it a little bit and, and make money on just that one, I'll have paid for this whole this whole little experiment. So... So much fun to try new things and film. You know, if you do, if you do a search on the hashtag, um, film is not dead, uh, or even thirty-five millimeter or uh, the film tag on Instagram or whatever. Take a look at some of the things that you'll see there. There's a a texture, I guess you could say, or a. Um, a depth to some film cameras, and it has a lot to do with their lenses, you know, especially these little point-and-shoot lenses are so small, and um, it doesn't have everything to do with the film. Of course, it has something to do with the film, 
but there's all those little pieces like every camera has a feel to it and we're all taking photos with our iPhones now and yes you can do so many cool things with so many different apps and you can do motion and you can do wide angle and you can do live photos and there's so many things that you can do that's neat but every one of these little point-and-shoot cameras every one of these film cameras have a feeling to them and wouldn't it be neat to have just a few I'm thinking you know of probably topping out at like five cameras five film cameras that I have for the rest of my life um, and I hope that I'd be able to shoot on them for the rest of my life. There was a scare there where we thought film may go away completely, but now I really think it's starting to come back. And it's not cheap. Um, it's not like you can snap a photo and it costs one cent to to make anymore. I mean, it's going to be I don't know yet. I'll, I'll maybe do a podcast just about that. But um, yeah, it's uh, uh, it's going to be interesting to learn all of that. Where do I get film? How do I want it processed? Do I want to buy a scanner and do it myself? Well, how fun would that be? Um, can I even do that without ruining the film? Um, I know some of the black and whites, uh, without much you know, work, I can develop it myself in my sink at home, some of the, uh, some of the film. So how fun would that be? Um, yeah, I'm excited. It's some, some new stuff to try. It's, uh, uh, you know, although not that my passion for photography was waning at all. It's actually still on the increase. Um, but if I, it's going to, I'll tell you this much. Uh, of course I want a brand new photo uh, or uh, a, um, a brand new camera with the, the very best of everything. Of course I want that. But these little things kind of help me stave off that desire until later on so thank you for listening of course to photo walking with colin and in the future actually i'm going to come back in in the future let's do a future episode where i talk about each of the film cameras let's do that instead of uh instead of worrying about it right now Uh, i'm not going to make this episode too long this is going to be a short one it was fun i'm getting back to my car eliza needs help with the groceries and See how you just have enough time sometimes to do a little bit of something? Now, it's over. Thank you once again for listening to Photo Walking Calling. Photo Walking with Colin. You see how cold I am? It's way below zero. It's way below freezing, I should say, right now. I can hardly use my hand. Can't talk. Um, please share this. Put it on your Twitter if you're listening to this. It would mean a lot to me. Uh, thank you very much.